0: Welcome to Disc Maniacs Podcast. This week's cast is brought to you by Inlet Flight Club and Tasty Beers.
1: Now it's time for your hosts, Tyler and Dave. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Disc Maniacs Podcast. Thank you, as always, to everybody that's been listening and supporting, getting good messages and comments and all that stuff. We appreciate you guys tuning in. This week, uh, we've got Jaime back with the boys. Welcome back, Jaime, dude. Hello, thank you. <laughs> and then we got Tyler. What up? And uh, we've actually got another special guest here that I'm super stoked to just pick his brain. George Lupke. what up, man? Yo, yo. <laughs> so we'll we'll get to know George and kind of uh, a lot about his role in the disc golf community uh, down around SoCal and... Honestly, around the world, you know his his uh, his achievements are, are numerous. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll we'll talk to him. Um, but I wanted to check in. Hi, uh, mate, dude what what's been good, man? How how you been? How's how's life? Uh, disc golf related and otherwise. Disc golf's been cool.
2: Uh, Travelled to Nebraska since the last time I, I talked to you guys. I went to Nebraska, played a tournament there with Tyler. Uh, nice. Tyler
0: took
2: I think Tyler took it down. Of, I'm right. Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, shout go. out to him. Um, <laughs> then after that, I uh, played another tournament called Three or Three Open, which I uh, had. I had the plans of like placing like top fifty, nothing crazy. I played twice a week. I'm just playing for the experience. Anyways, end up taking like twenty third, like top twenty, whatever. I don't know, something like that. Nice so, man. Played way and ab- played above my rating, so that's all I can ask for. Uh, other Sweet. than that, and then, then work. Honestly, work has just, just been busy.
1: Yeah, get get them discs out. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of stamping of those mutants
2: and. Well, actually, I mean, i yeah, no, I don't do any. I haven't done any stamping in like, excuse me, like I don't know, six seven months. Uh, <laughs> He's on oh, the okay. Yeah, Mr. big. Okay, Mister Big Stuff. Yeah, I'm the <laughs> warehouse manager now, so that's that's fun. Hey, uh, making go. sure the discs are getting, I'm sure the discs are getting stamped, and I'm also making sure the discs are getting packed.
1: Nice, All that nice. Stuff. Yeah.
2: So, that's that's what I'm doing.
1: Sweet man, game's feeling pretty good then, huh? Yeah, actually. Sweet man, are you um, are you bagging any of the any of the new stuff? Yeah, stuff
2: like- I bag I bagged the mutant. Um, the mutant is basically like my dream get out of trouble disc, uh basically forehand approach. It can handle a headwind, which I just love so much. Uh it's it's great. It's the Cybertruck of mid ranges. <laughs> and it's funny like Austin said it once and UC's like we're running with it. And so now like you see <laughs> everywhere like it's a Cyber truck of mid ranges. It's it's great. <laughs> it's true. There's not one round edge on this this disc and it's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Other than that, I tried the logics out, but I'm a, I'm a lover of the P2. Uh, I can't get off of them. So nice, that's nice. That's where I'm at.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's. It'll be tough to get my links out, especially now that mine are like beat in because it's mm-hmm. the EXO hard and it's taken forever to beat them in. And uh-huh. now that they are, they're Whatever. just like money. Like they're basically how P2s start is what it kind of beat into for me. So I mean.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I like my link, but only for like throwing. I throw the extra soft and that thing's stable for how like gummy a plastic could be.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'm using that for uh upshots as well. So mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I can't wait to uh to try out the the new stuff coming out. The splice. I'm excited for that. Have you have you gotten oh, a chance to touch, touch that? The, throw that?
2: Yeah, oh yeah. Uh so I throw on the splice and the splice it did uh it was a it was a prototype one so it's it was honestly mm-hmm. the one i was throwing was like just like throwing a goddamn tilt dude i was like yeah. okay like
0: i'm not dude, gonna need was, this
2: and we basically, yeah, go ahead.
0: Into like straight headwinds yeah
2: it's a GDO. and it was yeah, like so on I, was, Annie. I was talking to eagle about it and eagle's like yeah like uh i want the spice a little like toned down because i don't need it like that stable but i need it stable enough so yeah. and we all agree over here too at the at the warehouse and stuff so like. We 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 are toning it down just just a bit just so like basically your overstable like Fd3 Firebird like really beefy one I guess you can say
1: okay yeah but yeah that's that's the plan interesting I wonder if it would be kind of cool to because Eagles Razor Claw the Razor Claw two uh-huh. is going to be the different like the alternate Pretty tooling cool. I guess the more stable yeah. tooling. It yeah. might be kind of sick if you if they were able to like keep that tooling as somebody else's exactly. signature disc, you know?
0: Yeah, like a baby tilt.
1: Yeah, and just have like a <laughs> yeah, you know, an ultra stable version because you know people would would love that. I mean, you know,
2: and then you make it in different plastics, and then that that's what helps with making it more stable, whatnot. Yeah, that's yeah. fair so, enough. Yeah.
1: Nice, nice, um, sweet man. I'm excited. Uh, Tyler, yeah. what you been up to, man? Besides, obviously, um, playing with Jaime in that tournament.
0: No, I didn't play with Well, I played no, in Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska,
1: yeah, then, Nebraska
0: uh, yeah. Yeah, I went to went to DDO and couldn't really find myself the first two rounds and then pulled together and got into, I don't know, like 30-something place. Nice. Which was a pretty good victory in that field. Everybody's getting so freaking good. I agree. Um... See, so, yeah, I was stoked about that, um, and then drove home, got out of the car, and completely jacked my back up. Ugh! Like I haven't—I went to the doctor to make sure I didn't like do a disc issue, and that's okay. It's just muscular, but it's been like a week and a half of like laying on the couch, like oh, man. steroids and muscle relaxants and everything. Oh, jeez! So, I'm now—I th- I putted for the first time and since then today and it felt good and i'm going to go throw tomorrow and make sure i'm good for the tournament this weekend so that's been the okay. forefront of my mind the last 2 weeks
1: wait so have you uh, have you done a full throw since no, i haven't done a single throw since and you stayed registered to that tournament yeah dude it's a wooded course it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fine
0: <laughs> it's not a lot there's
1: like two Two full shots. I'll be away. all right. Well, as long as you I have know, somebody hold your beer first, then you know nothing bad's yeah, gonna yeah, happen. Exactly, so, exactly. <laughs> so,
0: okay, yeah, gosh. went and putted today. I, I think I missed my first two six putts, like two and a half feet right. Felt like I'd never touched a disc in my life. <laughs> <and> then <laughs> Dialed that in. So, <laughs>
1: hey, yeah, man. Well, we
0: yeah. Hope for a speedy recovery for you, man. Yeah, it's been it's been coming around. So, I think I think we'll be all right. I got. I mean, it was a bummer I had, to, I had to drop out of 303 the one time I may played um, sucks to miss an A tier like 20 minutes from my house but yeah it definitely was not in the cards
1: Gotcha. Um,
0: but yeah I got Worlds and a couple other bigger local stuff so I just want to make sure I'm good by then
2: for sure for sure Worlds is just it's right there in Utah right yeah
0: it's close yeah.
1: one this year
2: nice. I mean it's elevation
1: woohoo I never asked you do you do you have like a like a travel van and stuff or do you just like regular car? Or...
0: No, I looked into vans this winter and I'm really tall. So <laughs> standing in a van is difficult. There's only one kind that will I can stand in. Um and they're really expensive. So I was looking quite a bit and work kind of got busy it sounds like i'm gonna need to be here a fair amount so i ended up not pulling the trigger but i'm still kind of looking sounds like the way to go
1: okay i gotcha yeah you have, um i was talking to one of my friends who was looking to get a van like that just for travel and stuff and he was saying it's actually been more expensive, like all those vans, like those good travel vans and stuff, are all like all those used vans are just getting bought up and it's actually like more expensive now to get get those vans than it was like two years ago or so. Yeah, I think it's a
0: popular even like outside of disc golf, like it's just I don't know, people are financially hurting all over and it's a pretty viable way to live. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know how much of that is being bought out, but yeah, they were they were tough to find, man. I was all over for like two months during the winter, checking every day, and they were going like hotcakes. Jeez. Yeah.
1: Hey, well, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, it's all good. Definitely, I'll be checking in with you to see see how it's going. Yeah, tomorrow so. will be
0: the big test day, so we're gonna go throw some real shots and see how it goes. But it's feeling quite a bit. I think we're gonna be okay
1: nice did you get like exercise or something to do like in the meantime uh i didn't go to a physical
0: therapist he the doctor kind of like checked me out and he's like you just got like muscle spasms going on so he gave me the muscle relaxants and those helped but oh, okay I, I, just, I just bought like a standing desk for work because i can't really sit or i had i hadn't <laughs> been able start. to sit <laughs> yeah so <laughs> now i'm just standing <laughs>
1: God. Just the life <laughs> Nice nice alright well yeah. Good catching up with you boys um, yeah, yeah. yeah so uh So George uh Just as as kind of an introduction So everybody's a little bit up to speed um, George runs A disc golf club down in SoCal Called Inland Flight Club Or IFC for short um, How many mm-hmm. Like how many Do you guys have do you guys have like a registered like member list or something? Or do you um we just have kinda... I know
3: like a week ago we just hit a thousand members on our Facebook group.
1: Gotcha. Um, nice.
3: We don't do tags anymore because we before COVID, we were gonna just focus on doing like exclusive events. Um basically sponsoring Uh, The tournaments that happen in the area so uh, we would just do like a a warm-up event before the tournament so um, I think we Sold under 150 tags. It was our best one year but um, I'm pretty excited to get back because With the drought that we've had in the SoCal area with weekly events at regional parks or in the Inland Empire uh, I have a feeling that when we do come back and run an event it's going to be uh, a lot more popular than it was
1: yeah for sure for sure um so yeah so i i kind of wanted to pick your brain a little bit about like kind of how all that started but um before i get too far ahead of myself i was i was interested to know like how people kind of found their way into the sport especially um like not I'm actually I'm being very serious when I say you. I see you as a very influential person, not only just in that small area, but I think kind of the people that come out of that area, you know, feed off of your vibe. People that visit the tournaments that that you help put on or put on yourself, like that kind of translates to the greater area. I think so. Um, I'm always curious to see like kind of you know how that happens, like how we got. opportunity to have someone like you in the disc golf community so like how did you start playing disc golf like as a kid or kind of like later on or how did that how did you get into the game to start out with
3: i well i moved to ann arbor michigan when i was 12 years old from california so when my parents got divorced i followed my dad and moved from big bear california to ann arbor michigan um, so the first time I ever played disc golf was in eighth grade in middle school they actually gave us discs and they had like six baskets oh, on dang. the
2: yeah oh, I cool.
3: but I remember being frustrated because they didn't really teach us how to throw the disc so they just kind of gave us discs and just said all right go have fun and <laughs> I just you know wasn't getting results and I remember just not being interested in it and kind of being like, well, that was dumb. You know, we were just really out there messing around more than focusing on like throwing and hitting the best Like, Why do these
1: always go left? Like, why do they only go left?
3: (laughs) Yeah. For all I know, I was like holding like, like CE plastic or some like crazy. (laughs) Oh yeah, probably. (laughs) But, um, yeah after that i was out of high school and i was delivering pizzas and um i had a, a co-worker who always had discs in his car and then like i remember in the winter time i recognized him and he was like yeah man when summertime comes around we'll hop out and I'll, I'll teach you how to throw and he gave me a dx cheetah and some other weird disc i think <laughs> and
1: a groove maybe yeah, we just- yeah we just
3: went out to to the course and um i was hooked really when i first started playing it was just kind of uh a way to like be out and kind of like honestly we were just like we would just party pretty much like it was kind of like like real laid back like drinking beer and just not caring about any like rules or nothing just having a good time and right uh, right I remember when I first moved to California um, I would always bring like tall boys to play at like really hot courses, like Glen Helen or like Marietta and I'd get like the worst headaches and people would be like, dude, you got to do water, man. Like you can't just be only beer. <laughs> there's, there's water in my beer. like, but it, that's how we play in Michigan. But yeah. Um, I, know. I came to California is when I saw like the competitive side of it and like tournaments and then um um like the more professional or like uh organized side of disc golf and that's where like I fell in love with it and it kind of it gave me structure in like my life honestly because I felt like with disc golf and with running events like you kind of have to it's a it kind of reflects you as a person I feel like um like good players usually have a healthy mind and have like a healthy mindset and you start realizing that when you're out there on the course and you're like you know can't get stuff together it's like oh well yeah dude you're drinking a tall boy every time you play like you can't you know (laughs) some people have amazing accuracy when they drink i i know a couple people but certain things will help you like fine-tune things like oh i need to get in better shape or i need to eat healthier foods before i play or i I need to eat before i play or drink water the whole round just it all translate and disc golf. Focus on things like that, you know, to do
1: better. Yeah, I never stretched as much in my whole (laughs) life as when I first started learning disc golf. I was just like stretching (laughs) twice a day. I was like, what have I become? What has this sport done to me?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Getting out of my car in the morning and like having my high socks and my shorts and doing like yoga stretches behind my car with the trunk open, like no shame, no shame. Right, right. Not yeah, trying to do it. Back
0: out to, to, take to that back, man. You know, there's
2: a guy. There's a guy. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but there's a guy at uh, 303 open this last weekend, and his name's Liam Stott. Shout out to this guy, but so intimidating. The dude just does like a morning bird, whatever pose it's called. But this course, dude goes on team. the tee pad and just does it like he's out there and he's just, like intimidating his whole fucking card. Like <laughs> I'm like, wow, I'm happy. I'm not on his card. Like that's, that's yeah. That's some serious man's out here right doing
1: there. Tai Chi and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Dude, he was
2: doing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, what a spectacle. Uh, cool man. Yeah. That that's really sick. So then you're playing, doing all that stuff. Um, and forgive me for not really knowing, I guess I probably shouldn't know this, but did you, did, did you start IFC or was that like somebody else and you kind of came in as part of the board and stuff or how did, how did Inland Flight Club kind of start?
3: So Inland Flight Club was born out of like the home, the course that it was pretty much started was Prado regional park. And I wasn't one of the original founders. Um, the original, I think it was either four or five, but you got Nate, um, Rob mm-hmm. um, Kevin Shaw, Jacob Nui, and Anthony Paulino. So those five guys basically were filling a void in the Inland area for a home club for the Inland Empire. Uh, before Inland Flight Club, there was a club called Inland Disc Golf that um, ran for about two or three years. The people that ran that club, I've moved out of state, and nobody really picked up um, picked up from there. So um, when IFC started, they were probably around for a year and a half before I jumped on. I was a part of UKIPA Disc Golf Club. Um, I guess we have. Uh, they would consider me the president of the club, or who basically just runs the club. Um, with the Ukipa open as our main event and we do monthlies and weeklies. So I still, um, I haven't done it in the last year because of COVID and we haven't been able to play at Ukaipa, but I still run that club. Um, that was the first club that I was a part of in California. And then, um, basically I was invited to be a part of IFC Okay. year or so after we started.
1: Sick, sick. And then, um... Kind of through that, and I, I don't know if I mentioned this already, but then you became a Innova ambassador, right? Like, yeah. That was what, like three years ago or something like that? F- three or four years ago?
3: Yeah, time flies. It's been about that long. I'd say because we get, um, as an Innova ambassador, part of the contract, uh, they actually have you a contract that renews every year. And part of it is they give you 50 discs in allotment. Um, so I have about three years worth of discs on my shelves that uh, I got to keep building more storage. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good problem to have. Yeah. it's, it, it, it's uh, it was probably like, I would consider it a dream come true because I've always like looked up to professional disc golfs like athletes, Paul Macbeth and Ricky Wysaki and you know, Eagle, Simon, all all professional, just being able to tour around the world, have free plastic, the country, the world, depending on the player. Um, to be able to be someone who runs tournaments and get recognized by a company like Innova and be able to go into the warehouse and pick out discs and get treated like a, a athlete is pretty cool. Um, and it's also funny, too, because I'm not like I'm – always struggle between like nine fifteen rated and staying above 900 rated i've never really been uh impressive disc golf player so when you have like all team stamp discs and this and that you get sideways looks from people they're like did <laughs> the you buy all this stuff or how the hell did he get sponsored
1: <laughs> <laughs> right
0: right i think it's such a good thing that these companies are doing it seems like it's more common these days but like yeah just you know like the tournament side of it is it's a hard job and it should get recognized and it's sweet to see that a lot of companies are going that route yeah
2: definitely i mean like to george like to go back on that point to be recognized like if you're from southern california like everybody knows who george lepke is like for sure like like no i'm not i'm trying to like you know like Cry or anything, but anyways, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's 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 like a fact factual thing. Like you go when you're Southern California and you're involved in the disc golf scene, you know who George is. Like he's doing everything he can, running tournaments, yeah. trying to make the disc golf scene like alive and healthy. Like those are the people there. who should be
0: sponsored, in my opinion. Yeah, and which uh,
2: I think it's well deserving, for sure. Appreciate yeah. that.
1: Yeah, and I uh, I feel you on the <laughs> on that like kind of weird. Side because I'm pretty much the same with this rating update. I think I'm like 880 something. I've been above 900, but that's like kind of where I tend to sit is like around 900, 890 or something. And yeah, I mean, I've got, Hmm. you know, a few team stamp discs and all this stuff. (laughs) And it's, it's kind of funny. Like when people, uh, people talk to me, especially newer players or something, because basically I think everybody's probably experienced this. Like you're playing at a park, and you throw, and it's like an okay shot. Like anything over like 250 feet, and they're like, "Oh man, you must be a pro." Yeah. <laughs> and then I always like answering like, "Yeah, I'm sponsored. I'm on Team Dismania. It's a pretty big deal. Like I'm a, you know, like I'm a player." Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> reality, I'm just like making YouTube videos. <laughs> But
3: have you signed a disc yet?
1: Have I signed a disc? Uh, oh, yeah, I, <laughs> that, I, I haven't, but I definitely should. I definitely should oh, at some I have, point.
3: I have a funny story. Um, I won't name any names, but at Ukaipa Open, we were doing the final nine. And it's we've we it's it's pretty it's cool. Um, the top four, sometimes it's the top five players will do nine holes on the temp course where we turn an 18-hole course into a nine-hole course. And they'll have like a gallery, usually all the AMs. Everyone follows the pros on the last nine holes before everyone goes home. And we're out there and a bunch of players and one of the SoCal Disc Golf players walks up to me and asks me to sign one of the tournament discs. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. That's the first time in my life that anyone's ever asked me to sign something. So two years passes or so, And this person doesn't play disc golf anymore, is totally getting out of the scene, going through some things in life, is making posts about wanting to sell his whole collection. So as IFC, we kind of come together and we're like, hey, let's help this guy out and we'll get some discs in return. So we buy all of these discs off of them. And in the discs was the disc that I signed. <laughs> so
1: I <quit> that. <laughs> and now it's in my collection. <laughs> you got your own signature line disc. <laughs> it went full circle. <laughs> was I always cool like, um, like if somebody gives me a disc as a gift, especially if I'm going to throw it or whatever, I always like having them like, do a yeah. signature or something yeah, on the yeah. top so that I can yeah, have like cool.
2: shout out to that because yeah. I, my first disc i ever signed was from you yeah this is when i first met you you came to california to visit the warehouse and you're like oh glow md color glow md3 and then like you got it with the vinyl stamp so it was like the only one one of the only ones without like the imperial eagle stamp on it yep. and you're Which like, i
1: lost by the way Just lame. yeah
2: i know it's okay my heart's a little broken but it's okay yeah um but yeah no you had me sign it and i was like are you sure you really want me to sign this? And I was like, yeah. And So I
1: fucking signed it. And yeah, It was, dude, awesome. that was, that was my Jaime Signature Edition, man. That's what yeah, I always yeah. call it.
0: There's nothing better than the first time you sign a disc, you know? <laughs> uh, the first the first time I did it was I played well at some tournament and somebody asked me to sign it. I was like... I was so nervous. I like, oh man, I'm signed in front of the Frisbee. I don't want to mess up my signature.
1: That must have been before the, uh, the, sky, the Splatter God incident. <laughs> that, that pretty much takes the, uh, the pressure off everybody. The Splatter God? Yeah. Did you, yeah. Oh, you don't know? Have I've the... seen
2: Simon screw up a disc that costs <laughs> like $2,500? Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah
1: that one. Yep.
0: <laughs> so, I also I mean, signed... I also signed a disc as Nico LaCastro one time. That's probably oh. my greatest signature story. That fro. Yeah, I, I had a full fro, like Nico-style fro. And I'm like a foot and a half taller than Nico. <laughs> and they asked me, Nico, will you sign this? Sure, man. Just made my best Nico LaCastro signature impression. <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh.
0: So, straight up just yeah, wrote
2: no. Tyler Leeman on it. And- no, no, I wrote Nico LaCastro. <laughs> I know,
1: I know. <laughs> oh my gosh dude somebody's okay, go probably still walking around like hey you see this uh nico it's like hanging on his wall or something well for all he knows it's nico and he's stoked to to <laughs> that's yeah. true there's there's some joy there even though yeah. it's all a sham it's,
0: it's all a ruse but
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um but yeah to to go back to what Jaime was saying like yeah i i definitely agree it's uh it's definitely well deserved and is actually something I. Would, we had talked briefly about uh, some of that stuff, like just kind of becoming a TD, being involved in your local community and running, you know, leagues and all this stuff is a lot of effort. And God. yeah, we, I think all of us can agree that the impact that someone like you has in your local community i mean we we all want to see disc golf on tv and we want to you know have people catch on to it that way or you know have like nike come out with some disc golf shirts or something you know to push it but at the end of the day it's like it's guys like you that are running tournaments and locals and stuff they're really growing the sport you know like that's that's where it grows that's that's not a secret i'm not saying anything super mind-blowing to anybody but um but i was curious because i think there's i think there's a lot of people out there that maybe want to have that kind of a contribution to their area but Mm -hmm. are hesitant to like step on somebody's toes or You're like, oh, yeah, I want to run a league, but there's already this league over here. And or, you know, maybe it just seems like effort and don't know where to start. And I was just wondering from your personal experience, like, you know, with IFC, it seems like you're kind of introduced and like ushered in and put to work. (laughs) Like yeah. it was that kind of your experience as you were just kind of like put to work or was it something that you like made a conscious effort? Like I want to contribute in this way.
3: Um, I, I think that, um, I was always around, um, that group of people. And when they were doing events and holding, you know, stuff, I was always there. And I had a lot of experience from running events at UKaipa, So, mm-hmm a lot of the you know like Kevin and other guys would kind of pick my brain all the time or if I was there I would help out so it kind of just was like um they just were like you know why wouldn't you be a part of the the board I guess you'd call it um because I was always helping um and yeah. Um, With like starting events in your area or like worrying about stepping on other people's toes, um, I've heard all kinds of crazy stories. People get real protective over courses or protective over days and certain times and feel like, um, you know, they're the only one that should run in that area or worried about pulling players from certain areas. Um, I think it's a really good problem to have where you're fighting over time and areas because it kind of shows the demand. Um, Absolutely. And also, I think that it basically just depends on the person. And if you're someone who carries yourself, um, you know, like treat people with respect and you have good communication skills and you're, you know, not intentionally trying to step on people's toes or do anything malicious then you won't really have a problem because in my experience a lot of people that run events are like more than eager to teach people or have somebody who really wants to jump on board and learn because it takes a load off of you know everyone who's doing them currently it takes it it it's it's um, I would say that there's kind of a drought of TDs in California in f- per se. Um, so it would be, um, basically what I'm kind of stumbling my words here a little bit, but,
1: um, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. I, I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like the demand is there for more tournaments, more Weeklies, like for me personally, if I'm going to go play disc golf, I would, if I have the choice of going and, well, I mean, sometimes I'll choose to go play by myself because disc golf is great for that too. But if I'm going to go play with friends or something and there's a weekly going on, you know, down the street, then like, yeah, let's go play the weekly and like meet up with people, especially as we hopefully come out of this whole crisis and everything and hopefully get back to normal that demand is just going to be amplified even more so for guys like you like (laughs) i imagine it's actually it might be a little bit you know of anxiety like people are going to expect like huge tournaments and you know are going to want three weeklies a week or something like that like people are going to be starving for for disc golf events and fellowship you know so
3: I think that it's kind of a, a, like with the pandemic, certain things that came of it, like with Udisc um, and running an event now and just having the Udisc program, it's like so easy. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah,
0: benefit.
3: <laughs> yeah, like you just have people check in before the round. They're taking the score throughout. At the end, your scores are already there. They're like, you know, they're – already there it's already listed who's first to last and um same with the pdga on the tournament manager side like how they have streamlined it to where it's so user-friendly and it's nowhere like it was just five years ago whereas you were uploading
2: yeah
3: like doing all this crazy stuff and you're just like scratching your head and doing math formulas that you'd only do a couple times a year and you're like what the heck and (laughs) Now it's like anybody you just push number punch numbers into it and it's just like, boom, it does it for you. And I think that that with it being like that, it's going to be more more attractive for people because they're not going to be like, I don't know, man, I seen this guy pulling his hair out the last time he tried. <laughs> it's more like, you know, like, Oh, all you got to do is upload this and, you know, press a couple, you know, the worst thing you deal with now is like older guys that are like, I got a flip phone still. I don't know what you disc is. Like, I don't know. And you can just manually add them, you know, it's like, it's all right, man. We got you. Like, and you just take that guy's score. And cause there's enough people around that, you know, have you disc yeah. nowadays.
1: Yeah. We're just like move card that for sure has, has fun. <laughs>
0: That's a good point though. Like I feel like that part of the pandemic is gonna benefit disc golf in the long run a lot. We learned some stuff. You don't need to do paper scorecards and shuffle cards between rounds and there's just yeah. so much headache that it doesn't need to be a part of the game in twenty twenty one, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: We gotta be living three thousand and eight you know yeah exactly we got <laughs> we all got phones come on oh. now. Yeah. yeah and it's
3: u disc is like you can get is like with the circle ones and the yeah it's cool ads, It's pretty pretty awesome how in depth that what you can you can see at the end my mind just shows a lot of red but
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know it gives you something to work for you like hey i can't put good to know <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah it's nice for me to know how exactly bad i am at putting yeah yeah you know <laughs> Precisely. it's good to put
0: stats on these things
1: yeah 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 <laughs> Uh, That's why, you know, I'm only going to play, like, golf course-type courses, you know, for tournaments from now on. So that way, you know, fairway hit percentage, farm that, yeah, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm looking good from DDO. There was nothing but fairway out there. Ooh,
1: let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, scramble percentage is pretty ugly, because when you go OB, it's tough to save, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, I mean... um kind of building upon that because again i i'm interested in in getting people information of like how how to start like i said i I think there's a lot of people that are just like on the fence you know like wanting to make an impact but haven't quite decided how so in your experience like you just kind of like got involved with your local club with um like the ukaipa sorry is it just ukaipa disc golf or ukaipa
3: yeah ukipa uh, disc golf club
1: okay ukipa disc golf club so like you just kind of got involved with a with an already existing club and kind of built built from there like with your experience and everything
3: yeah i would say to like anybody who is trying to become a tournament director or, I mean, just wants to hold a weekly or a putting league at a brewery or, um, uh, anything like that is to just, first of all, find your local weekly that's already established. Um, whether it's a Friday or, you know, there's Wednesdays, Colton singles here in Southern California or, um, Yucaipa would do Fridays in the summertime or Saturdays in the wintertime. And basically just kind of whoever's running that event, you just approach them and ask questions as in being eager of just trying to see how you can help or how you can contribute. Um, I know in Southern California, when it comes to running an actual event, um, PDGA event, you have to get approval from the state coordinator um, before you can run a C-tier, B-tier, or A-tier event. So if you go to PDGA and you try and sanction an event, the first question they're going to ask you is, did you get it approved from your state coordinator? So in California, the state coordinate co- coordinator is Suzette Simmons. And Suzette, um, one of her, I don't know if it's like an actual requirement, but one of the things that she... Um, Wishes is that if you're going to run an event in Southern California, that you are a co TD before you're a TD. Basically, so you can get a firsthand experience of running an event and see if it's something that you, you know, want to do. And also just to see if you're, you know, cut out for having that type of responsibility. Um, So when it comes to, like, weeklies and such, I would just say that if you're consistent, people will come. Um, I started my first weekly ever was at Ford Park in Redlands, California, oh, before yes. and basically I was watching YouTube every single weekend, just drooling at these pros throwing and signing up for every tournament that I could find. Um, and riding my motorcycle all over Southern California, just going to events, thinking I'm going to become a professional disc golfer or whatever. I was just chasing the dream, you know, loving my new life in Southern California, moving from Michigan, loving disc golf. And we were kind of just like, we don't have a weekly around here. We don't have anywhere where we can go and we can play competitively for 18 holes and practice so that when we go and drive to Sylmar, these guys from Highland, you know, they suck because they don't play ever. They just play on the weekend. You know, they don't ever have like a, you just wanted to have like a serious round that we could practice. So we started Tuesday weeklies at Ford park at 5 30 in the afternoon. And the first time we did it, there was like four people and it wasn't like random people. It was like my close friends, like my brother my buddy, Carrie and some other guys that I was already playing disc golf with on a Tuesday anyways. And you know, um, I would say one thing that really gets people's attention is ace pots.
1: <laughs> yep. Um,
3: if and that's kind of where the slippery slope is. There's unfortunately people that collect money, collect ace pots in quotations, and are you know dishonest with it, and they run with the money whether they're spending it for personal expenses throughout the week or they're going and you know playing tournaments down in vegas and you know with, with other people's money so <laughs> those don't
0: last though you know
3: yeah exactly they they they'll, they work there one way. and done yep so with being able to hold an ace pot be somebody who's responsible that's reliable you show up every tuesday you're not going hey sorry guys no weekly this week you know da, 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 da. you're finding someone who can cover you People are going to know that there's a a reliable weekly there at that time. And sooner or later, you're going to have people from all over that are going to trot, drive 20, 30, 40 minutes, an hour. Yeah. Well, just to come and play your weekly on a Tuesday. And and you can, I've always ran my events like $5, $7 to enter. $5 goes to direct payout dollar goes to the ACE pot dollar goes to the
2: club that's
0: exactly so, what
2: we do yeah, yeah. i mean to go, to go to like to <laughs> tag along on that george like literally like shout out to dj me and uh wheeler when we all lived in the high desert yeah. like literally we were driving 50 to 45 minutes just to come play your weekly and that every week. every week
1: yeah <laughs> you mean you know so and callous first- that i was like what three miles away yeah,
0: no. could walked. But...
2: <laughs> no, we we were we were we were far. We were we were like breaking the speed limit for sure. We were like it was good bro. time.
3: Yeah, I would not. I'm not um, envious of the drive that they had to do. Sometimes yeah. they were like, George, we're five minutes away. Don't no. yeah, <laughs> put us it's on a car, bro.
0: <laughs>
3: it's true. It's another
0: of the the things that TDs have to deal with oh yeah, hey, yeah. could you get me in oh i'm just oh geez yeah get yourself a like burner a tv
1: phone maybe huh yeah yeah oh that's a good idea right there <laughs> no i've never
3: um i i use do not disturb every night uh, um, wise wise man you know like and now it's just i mean i have my iphone has it set up where it does it automatically at nine o'clock if yep. you call- Weiss, it'll go through just so you know for all the stalkers out there now
1: everybody knows yeah you know, we're in, posting uh, the link on the ifc page too so yeah yeah <laughs> um
3: before you kaipa though like oh uh, man before let's see when the pandemics hit last year around this time before we sold it out in February and every time my phone would just blow up and now I know like just don't answer yeah the best thing Um, before the first couple times I did it I would be like oh let me be a helpful TD and find out what this person needs and you know it'd be like I was on the last screen and I you know was about to check out and now it says it's full and (laughs) irately mad and yeah I don't have like a definite answer rather than well did you sign up for the wait list and yep. <laughs> so nope. now like you learn don't even Do it. Yeah. every time it's like a number i don't know and it's you know i've had him at 10 30 at night and i'm like nah no. <laughs> <laughs> right now <laughs> yeah yeah you gotta, gotta put a
0: limit on yourself or you're gonna end up working 80 hours a week trying to td yep. an event
3: or or responding to people on social media like, shout out kevin shaw he'd always like at first and I'd be not like getting in arguments with people, but I would respond to something because they would be saying something that wouldn't be truthful or, you know, I'd put them in line Even and Kevin, so. like, hey, man, it's like, you don't have to respond. Like, just, you know, like just cause they are putting something directed towards you. Like if it's important, they'll send you a, you know, like a personal message or call you or talk to you in person, but you don't have to like respond to everything. It's sometimes better just to, yeah, just keep on scrolling. <laughs> yep. there we yep.
0: go. Wise man, like Kevin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: cool, man, well, hopefully, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling a little. Honestly, I'm feeling a little inspired by that because, like, uh, yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Tyler too. Um, yeah, because I was running a yeah. I was running a league before COVID and stuff, and I felt like that. Like, 2020, like, literally had my league ready to go. I talked with uh, Dustin Keegan and Ann Dyke about using um, Uplay and just, like, making it, like, an official, like, kind of Uplay charity league. Like, not really through their org, but for their org. So, I was, like, super excited about that. Discmania was down to, like, match our contribution. Had all this set up for April. Yeah, like... Uh, March, April, COVID hit. And it was just like, oh, man, like all my all my aspirations, you know. But mm-hmm. I think for those of us in that situation that either have run some stuff or maybe have had limited success, like, you know, that I, that's really inspiring for me to hear because I'm like, I'm the guy right now trying to build on what i've done so far you know so feeling like i gotta go out there and post on social media and post flyers and like try to get people to come out so that you know we have more competitive ratings and a better field and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. that at the end of this hopefully i get to that spot where i'm like you know what this stuff is just like that it's just going to come with time and with consistency, like you're saying. So I'm, I'm going to take your advice and I hope everybody out there too is, is feeling a little inspired to, to start their own stuff too, or keep pushing, keep pushing through adversity, you know? So, cause I'm sure yeah. you've had, you've had your share <laughs> running tournaments and stuff yeah. and, and you're still out here that, that takes a lot. So, um, so yeah, I'm sure I speak for a lot of people when I say thanks, thanks for what you do. I hope you I know, I know you get a lot of thanks probably, but probably not enough. So, you know, thanks from from me and everybody else that that I know down in SoCal that benefits from from what you do and and all that good stuff, like all that effort goes somewhere, you know. So
3: Yeah, of course, brother, much love. I appreciate you saying that. And it's a passion, it's a passion thing for me, so I do enjoy I know that a lot of people, you know, every tournament director has their time and I'm sure Jaime knows, you know, that sideways look from George or the, the tone or the certain, you know, oh, okay. man, I really enjoy what he's doing because he doesn't seem like he's that happy. But, you know, it's like it's a it's a definitely a high pressure thing, depending on the type of event that you're running. But um You know, start small and then if you want to aim big, like, you know, like Alan Risley or Bill Murray Holmes here in Southern California, you know, uh, Mark Veracci running some, you know, top tier events, Goat Hill, Daniel Bowe. Bill Murray Holmes is like the godfather of Southern California. He's the guy that, you know, like, you know, as I look up to um, somebody who's run tournaments for decades and is same thing it's a passion thing you know it's a a love for the game and that's the cool thing about disc golf is that it really um it's crazy how people just get addicted to it and then it's always for the good um so there's always opportunities you know for more people to jump on board and you know like sponsored by latitude 64 and disc mania there's companies that want people on you know on the front lines that are running events and it's, um, like, you know, kind of cliche to grow the sport, but you know, this is the time to do it. And this is the time I I know that disc golf is booming and, you know, companies are having a hard time keeping their stock shelved. So I know that when everything gets opened up and parks are up and running, there's going to be, uh, spots where, you know, tournaments are going to be and weekly events are going to be like, are the, I think it's gonna be full house it's gonna be overwhelming, I think I'm hoping for some big things to come
0: yeah, yeah, definitely, Absolutely. definitely,
1: and uh, Wait, just clip that right there, send it out <laughs> yeah, I love it Man, dude. we're getting we're getting juiced up over here I love it, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I didn't mention this before, but um, Hamed is also still on your board basically like has been yeah, yeah. on yeah.
2: ifc uh, sometimes so it's funny like sometimes like i'm in the chat and everything and they'll they'll have a vote like which is like a big thing and as long as the majority of the people inside the group pass it and one time i think i logged in i was there and like i was in the chat and like oh right, we need one more person to vote this or that and like and then I haven't voted yet, and they're like, "We need your vote." I was like, "I'm over here in Colorado." Like, like you're once once you're on the board, you're always on the board. I was like, "Oh, okay." And I just voted the way I voted, but yeah, so. <laughs> I'm I'm still there.
1: you're still out here.
2: And I told have- I told them, I told them I'm like, sorry. "Go ahead." I told them like, "Go ahead." Like, uh, you guys can remove me. Like, I'm no longer in California. And they're like, "No, no, you, you're always on the board." And like, and so like, and I I even came back to California in like 2019, 2018 for Christmas and they had a a wonderful tournament, SoCal championships, I think. Right, George? I don't know. Something like that. And uh, I played in it and I was even there helping. Like it was, it was great to be back, honestly, because before I left, I was like, I just got on the, on the board and was helping doing things. And then I go and leave and I felt horrible. I mean, not really, but I mean, I felt bad because like, I love that club. And but like obviously I was moving to Colorado, which is which I love. So, but yeah. On
3: that on that note, on Jaime moving to Colorado,
2: um, I remember
3: years ago, however long it's been, but Austin Montgomery hit me up and being like, "Hey, so what's up with this Jaime guy?" Like, so you know, kind of doing a little character (laughs) check. and me being like, "He's the best freaking guy ever. He's awesome. You should definitely give him this opportunity. He's not going to disappoint you." And as far as you've come in those last couple years and how you're, you know, the manager now there and you're out there living as a, you know, like a freaking functioning adult. I feel like I'm your dad or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And I'm like super <laughs> proud of you and super proud of like how far you've come. And like, you're, you're Thank a badass you. dude and like, you know, keep on doing your thing. And it's awesome to see where you've come for sure. Thank you. That means a
1: lot. Yeah, man. You yeah. guys, you guys have such a, such a cool vibe down there like I um I don't know if anybody really knows uh based on the podcast but I used to live down there so I know Kevin Shaw like he was one of my friends growing up and then I moved to Washington before Mm -hmm. any of either of us got into disc golf and he kind of like got involved you know with IFC and all that stuff so I came down and visited visited you know Mm -hmm. after all this happened and just that whole group of guys like not just the people that are like involved on the board and everything, but like everybody I went out to one of your tournaments, the ukaipa open, which is so mm-hmm. sick. If you guys are able to get into that tournament <laughs> when it gets up yeah. and running, that it was it is so much fun. And the family like vibes are super, super strong there. Like everybody's looking out for each other and having a good time and Like, I don't think I've ever seen a tournament with that many people that, like, there was, like, at least that I saw, there was no drama, there was no, like, anybody arguing, you know, maybe during the rounds, I'm sure some cards had somebody call foot fault and get mad about it, but, like, as far as
3: really something that year the only thing that happened was I think Nui was doing a backflip over a campfire and I think he caught his hair on fire that <laughs> year. Was that,
2: that, was the drama that year. um so yeah like I, I tell people here in Colorado that there's not a tournament like that where you get to camp and then you literally wake up go to the showers take a shower and then you're, you're up you're practicing for the tournament and it's just it's an amazing thing and like the, the whole temp course that happens around the campsites, is I like told amazing, you, you have amazing. to play
0: Winter Park, Jaime. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, i am oh, telling it. you, you, you can't say they don't exist if you haven't taken my advice. Okay, well, I'll Strong sign feelings. up.
2: <laughs> Yucaipa, Yucaipa opens, hashtag Ukaipa challenge is one of the best runs I ever played, honestly. Like, it's, I don't know, like, their bonfires happen at every campsite. And, like, everyone's welcome. There's, like, no, like, hey, you can't come show to this campfire. And <laughs> like... Shout out to shout out to Ken! Like this dude just brings his guitar and he shreds. He's just shredding the whole night and like I don't know how I slept through it, but I did. And <laughs> yeah, and dude, it's just it's a it's a great time. Honestly, you go there like two days before the tournament starts and you're just having a blast. Yeah, I
0: remember watching the UK Open years ago for the uh, final night with Colton.
3: I I know I've seen video. There? I don't
0: remember where or when, but I I know for a fact I've watched the UK Open.
3: Yeah, and there's also one um on YouTube where Simon and Eagle go to. Is it? It's either maybe it's Eagle and Eric Oakley, but I know it's Eagle, Eagles there for sure. And they do like a, they're like, oh these holes aren't long enough, so they just go back like 200 feet on every hole and make <laughs> their own like course <laughs> at Utaipa, and it's pretty cool. They throw 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 from some pretty crazy shots where I'm just like.
0: Like, you know, I like, can't put a teapad there; the ants will kill me.
2: The pro, <laughs> the pro layout they have, or the monster layout—I think—is what they call it um, at ukaipa the, the beast, yes, it's so good. Like mm. you're throwing over a ravine type, like gutter washout thing, and it's like basically plays like as a river. It's ob, and then there's one where you're actually throwing from like a dock. Whole six from a dock to like over this water that's like elevated a little bit like it's like on a wall type land thing that's like raised it's 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 iconic honestly like and it's it's yeah great i I love it i love it so much
1: yep yeah and just so that yeah that that whole experience i haven't i haven't seen that level of just like friendliness openness like people having a good time like that's that's crazy so Let's yeah. all go play next year,
3: huh? Yeah. It's going right? to, we haven't done it for two years. We had to cancel this year and last year. No joke, seven days before the tournament was going to happen. Maybe it was less yep. than that. They pulled the plug on me. Oh and I had
0: my gosh.
3: I had to refund over, I want to say, like, I want to, anywhere between like 80 to 100 pros it was that I had oh to give refund. Oh my gosh. And then the, the well, amateur. You guy, and you had packages so, and everything ready I, I was on a first name basis at my post office they were like what the heck do you do and i'm like yeah i just ran a tournament and they canceled on me so now i have to send out 120 packages all over the place Dude, That is devastating so, that was crazy um yeah but yeah. um so then this year we were just a little bit more i wasn't gonna so unless i knew that it was gonna happen for sure and the regional parks were just not um, down to give me that type of a guarantee. So we just said, okay, well, hopefully we can do it next year. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yeah. I'm sure, like you said, it'll come back with a vengeance.
3: It'll be like a family reunion, honestly. I feel like. Because we get... I had us going for, we were going to have a band Friday night and Saturday night. Um, Ritual Brewery sponsors the whole thing, so it's pretty much free beer. I don't know how that's going to play out now. Um, And the raffle's crazy. We we use a stage and a microphone. It's just like a huge party, family reunion, good time, disc golf. I guess. Talking about it makes me miss it.
0: Yeah, I'm jumping (laughs) for it, and I've never even been there. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, we're going next year. All right, I'm down. I'm super
2: down. We're going. Basically, yeah.
1: Yep, yeah, just gotta, yeah, get our, gotta get our gotta get our you know clicks on point. You know, we got to get our internet upgraded. <laughs> you know, <Gotta> make sure <laughs> yeah, we get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be racing like 500 other. Disc golfers a, for awesome. that. George,
2: George, George will save us a spot, right, George? we wink. I'm saying. Now. Yeah, we can talk that's about nice. it off there. It's all good. That yeah. That's a
1: that's
0: a
3: whole other nightmare.
1: Yeah, we'll work on
3: I got out some sponsorship packages that come with early registration for you. Don't worry. Yeah.
1: But yeah, cool man. I appreciate you just like coming on and sharing your story and stuff. Like like I said, I'm I'm inspired. So hopefully, people out there got. I think that's going to be really awesome just to for people to be able to hear that, hear that experience and give them lots of hope and and motivation to go out there and get it done uh, when everything's safe and we're allowed to, right? So, um, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, I did want to pick you guys brain a little bit, a couple couple happenings lately uh i think since last time we've had the two nts so we got the ddo and then goat hill and we had a ratings update which and made america open oh yeah
2: yeah since we're counting silver series
1: yeah true 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 yeah so i mean i'm just excited to see paul like Back in Paul form,
0: apparently he's not washed up for the tenth time. Still (laughs) really good at (laughs) golf. Yeah,
1: still amazing. But I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I I think as as the ratings stand, I think I was just looking actually. Paul dropped four points, but he's still in the lead at ten fifty
2: one. No, Ricky is in the lead. And Calvin's above him by one. Rick is 1056. Calvin's 1052. Oh, okay. 1051 for Paul and then 1050 for Eagle. Yeah. Goes to the top four people right now.
1: Yeah, so, I mean.
0: Rick's on a roll.
1: It's so hard to say, like, who's who's the best right now. Like, obviously, we have favorites, but.
2: Dude, you know who I, I fear when I'm just watching, honestly? Like, and, like, I'm obviously rooting for, uh. Eagle. For eagle and all the other dismayed people um but god damn dude uh calvin Heinberg, dude that guy is scary
0: that's because so
2: scary yes yes he is <laughs> his his putting style is so like minimal and like his driving is just it's it's good like him uh, i don't know dude, Rick at, Rick at goat hill scared me but like okay
0: like yeah i don't know it's I-
1: like dang yeah, and I noticed he, he started tilting his putter down again a little bit like because we were talking yeah, about that last putting, time. He
0: was rocking that nose down, but he's not putting so freaking hard from like 12 feet anymore. Yeah. Which is
2: nice. See, well, I mean, in California, your putts stay up quite yeah, a bit like compared yeah, to here in Colorado. That's true. true. So maybe that's why uh, the whole nose down thing was happening.
0: Also, side note, Brody Smith, anybody watch Goat Hill?
1: Uh, I didn't yeah. watch
0: his, his round. So Brody Smith throws like 600 feet now, just like, <laughs> just so you know, he's, <laughs> just he's been bad. playing for a year. It's not a big deal. Well, he has a lot of Frisbee background, bro. Like He legit, he's a top 1% distance in the world. It's, I had no idea he could throw that far.
1: Yeah. I'm just realizing yeah. now he, he got
0: eighth. He got eighth Goat with Hill? a 985 rated last round. Like crapped the bed the last round and he still got eight
1: yeah 10 55 10 13 and a nine eighty five. so you just it crushed was. it on the first it round he tied paul w- yeah watching or uh him, not paul ricky ricky
0: i did not Rick. realize he could throw so far yes. I, I he was throwing like 75 miles an hour mm-hmm Nobody does that. <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. I'm I'm pretty mad about it. If, you it. if I've been playing for like 20
1: years, I can't yeah. even throw that hard. Yeah, you're gonna have to tell your friend that. Uh,
0: oh, I know. He's gonna be so disappointed you don't
1: f- throw farther than than Brody anymore. <laughs> I might still have it, but <laughs> way closer than I would like it to be. <laughs> you think you can still? I mean, yeah, you probably. I, I can get it You're still there, like so. 550, 600. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm paying, dog. <laughs> yeah. You're
0: still out here.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, so that that was crazy. I'll, uh, yeah, I'm just glad to see Paul like back yeah, out he here, bought, you know. But not that he ever like really left, but I mean, you he's know.
0: 1055 still. Yeah. So or 51, sorry. Yeah, insane.
1: Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. Haley King. Just seems like, you yeah. know, a new page question mark like page two possibly, Potent-
0: potentially.
1: Because I mean, she's only getting better, and
2: yeah, pretty fire.
1: She... And Paige didn't play.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wasn't she in like Hawaii or something like that? Yeah, but like, why? <laughs> why
1: though? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's just like needed a break, a resting breather. up for worlds maybe like prepping up for like usdgc and worlds yeah i don't know um spice spice yeah <laughs> and then yeah jessica weiss dropped out of ddo with back pain so hopefully she's hopefully it's just i actually i was reading a, a quote from her that said that um she was just like had some back pain it seemed like maybe she could have played, but she just decided not to because there's so much of the season left that she didn't want to risk it. Is what it seems like. So, hopefully yeah. that is the case, because um, yeah. you no, know, we always want want people to stay healthy and have have longevity in the sport. Yeah,
0: true. Um, Ezra Aderhold dropped out. He had some fake meat that didn't agree with him. Oh
1: really? I didn't even see that.
0: Yeah, he he had some like artificial meat
1: the day before the tournament. Oh, and... like legit. I thought you were just trolling. I thought you were No, like, no, he's joshing. like
0: vegan and no, he he legit had artificial meat that he got the stomach flu.
1: I mean, I know he's all about them them beans. Yeah, he the said he made life, a post. But... He's like he's like, "Don't worry, I'm going back to beans only." <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bean, Bean boys. I know, I a burrito the other day on Instagram yeah that's that's his game man he's a bean burrito
0: it's it's working for him whatever he's doing don't change it
1: i was actually watching one of his videos he's um i guess it's not i mean we're not sponsored so it doesn't matter but there's a company i want to remember the name of it but i can't anyways uh, he's sponsored by like a health healthy like snack and food company or something so hopefully whatever yeah. he got was hopefully that was just yeah. like a random like random meal not purchase theirs. or something because <laughs> yeah. hopefully his be sponsor shame. isn't betraying <laughs> him
2: <laughs> uh, yeah it was actually ricky ricky but uh, him. <laughs> but speaking of ratings since we're on the topic of ratings mm-hmm. um nice at my new I'm on my new all-time high rating in disc golf. Ooh, oh, let's go. It. Yeah, dude. I feel so good about it. And I went around the warehouse. <laughs> I'm like, what are you rated? What are you rated? And they're all rated lower than me. And oh, I was like, yeah, I'm 978 rated. All fucking happy as shit, oh, dude. Dang. My goal was 9. My goal was 960. But I jumped dude, up that's to 978. That's yeah. Like just, jumped that's up like, 22, that's
0: 22 points. That's
2: like I'm a big rating right there. Yeah, I feel big. Dang, <laughs> I feel big, <bad>, <laughs> But yeah, uh so I'm at 978 now, which is I feel I feel good about it. Like for only playing twice a week, maybe three. Uh, I go to the, the league and then I play like on the weekends, whatever. But other than that, like I don't do much. Like I I putt for like an hour, maybe. Now you're just minutes.
1: humble bragging. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 he, dude,
2: he, it's just <laughs> I guess it's the little things,
1: you know. No, that's sick. That's awesome. Especially yeah, now you can like just talk crap to everybody. That's that's sick. That's really what the
0: ratings are all about.
2: And there's uh, got there's guys uh, and they're probably gonna listen to this podcast, but there's guys in a warehouse not gonna say any names, but uh Austin. No no no. <laughs> they all brag about oh, I go and do field work this amount of days, that amount of days and uh, I'm I'm you know, like they're like, I'm practicing every day and they're like I'm like, uh, Yeah.
0: I, I do what you, I do.
2: I know <laughs> what you're talking about. I'll I, keep do, I do I do <laughs> i do what i do i'm right hiding you i know what you're doing but i know Rating. what i'm doing
0: but yeah ratings are everything my wife said she'd leave me if i drop below a thousand again so
2: yikes Ooh.
0: <laughs> there's That's high true. stakes nowadays <laughs> mean gotta get that back healthy you know yeah yeah. yeah
1: backs oh my gosh <laughs> Well, Sorry, dude, man, congratulations! That's no, that's yeah, a huge deal. You. That's that's awesome, man.
0: I'm I'm happy for you. Yeah, that's
1: a that's a thank big you.
0: freaking jump.
1: Thank you. You're like 17 or something, right? So you got plenty yeah. of
2: room for growth. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm approaching my my disc golf prime. Disc golf prime, I think, is like 27 or something like that. No, I think it's 33. That's what I heard. Is it? Yeah. No, that's oh, smart. then I got I'm some like, years. I'm, 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 a, I'm not, not even in my prime yet. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I'm only 25, dude. <laughs> yeah, um, it's actually is a little bit off topic from disc golf, but today is my last. Today is my last day in my 20s. Or no, yeah, today is the last day in my 20s. So I turn 30 oh, tomorrow. Oh, so well, happy birthday, dude. Rest like, in peace, my. I'll take
0: care of that back, man.
1: Yep, exactly. Rest, rest <laughs> in peace, my 20s. RIP. It was nice knowing you. Yeah, I'm happy well, to happy, send it out with happy, a with a bang with you boys. So yeah, happy. Yeah, pretty.
2: I'm happy. Uh, Cracks the boy for
1: you. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, oh, and then uh, we were talking about people, you know, Jessica Weiss and people in the disc golf. Simon's back, so yes, hell yeah, sir.
2: So excited. We're all yep. stoked for that. I'm um, just hoping, like, I mean, no offense, but like, I just. I, everybody's hyped when they watch Simon because he takes the Simon lines, but like, you know, I don't think he's gonna do that. I think he's just gonna play smart golf, honestly. And I think he's honestly gonna play well because sometimes I think those Simon lines oh, yeah. get him, in, get him gonna, in trouble. He's gonna yeah. slay if he just actually
0: plays golf. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Honestly, hopefully he does well at OTB. Yeah. Well,
1: there's a video he did with Paul where he took <laughs> all the took Paul, Paul took lines, so all the smart. <laughs> like regular disc golf shot lines and then he made Paul throw all the Simon lines and yeah. Simon was like my his mind was bitch? blown cuz he shot like just <laughs> phenomenal yeah mm. so yeah i mean i hope he does i i really hope he does like or at least he just picks like maybe only one simon line per per course <laughs> you know per t- yeah like 18 holes yeah that'd then, be good yeah uh, agreed so but I mean either way it's you know I I'm stoked to to watch him either way yeah. hopefully whatever nobody's... version
0: of Simon comes back it'll be a good time yeah.
1: yeah you know some people on Facebook they'll just gonna be like oh Simon you've changed you sold out one bro my,
2: one of my <laughs> favorite lines is if you don't have haters you ain't doing it right so' it's yeah, true yep. there you go
0: that's why George has to turn his phone off at 9 a.m. or 9:00. Exactly.
1: Oh. <laughs> it's all that success, you know. Yeah, exactly. It
0: gets to people. yep. Hate us because
1: they ain't us. <laughs> <Yep. I hate laughs> us. Exactly. But um, yeah. Simon being back. We were talking about ratings. I think like oh, and then just one last thing about about Simon that I thought was cool. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, um, or saw it. Uh, this Patriots player, uh, Teddy, what's, risky. yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a football fan, so I actually didn't know who he was. So sorry. That's, he's a beast. that's a shot on me, not him, but, uh, he's got a TV show on national broadcast and played around with Simon and that's going to be airing. So for those of us that are hoping for more disc golf exposure. I think that's going to be yeah, really, really been, huge. It's going to be also, sick. Also,
0: side note, it's so nice to see like a world-class athlete. Like He's first ballot Hall of Famer, no question. He doesn't look like he knows how to throw a Frisbee, and it makes yeah. me feel so good inside. That's <laughs> actually... Oh, I must yeah. be an athlete. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that was actually one thing I was going to i was gonna say about it is like his, for instance for instance like my dad you know i want to take him out and play and i've taken him out a couple times but he's very competitive played baseball like his whole life and his coached and all this stuff so when he goes out and throws like he's throwing ultimate discs and stuff like it it's a little deflating like Throwing and the disc just going left, or like not feeling like mm. you're throwing as far as you could, or something like that. Like I'll yeah. probably show him the Simon video, or Do hopefully it. whenever this episode comes out, which I guess I should have checked if it already aired, or like I know yeah, they usually I mean. record way ahead of time, so I don't know when the actual episode's gonna come out, but definitely gonna show him this video, or just like have him watch it, or just watch okay. him with it, watch it with him so around. Right. This is hard. Yeah. <laughs> so that way you can see, like, oh, look, you throw just as good as Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, uh, <laughs> Teddy yeah, over I mean, here. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, it was nice to see.
1: Yeah. So, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully for people like, you know, in my family or just like my other friends that I've gone out and played with and stuff, um, if they see, what an actual beginner skill level looks like. Cause a lot of the time we try to introduce people into disc golf when we've already played for, you know, seven, eight years. And be, you don't realize yeah. how quickly you can actually get good at the game. You just yeah. see like, oh, well this guy throws six hundred feet and I throw a hundred feet. Like I'm never gonna be good, you know? Yep. So hopefully it gives it's a little bit more encouragement. Like it's not a mm-hmm. you thing. It's just, you know, you're gonna you're gonna evolve in your game very very quickly so hopefully people see that and yeah. are encouraged to continue playing or pick it up so sure. so i just thought that was cool and the fact that he he played extra just so simon could you know film a vlog episode and stuff i think that was super cool he he seems like a really cool guy so yeah
2: absolutely agreed
1: yeah so <laughs> shout out to out. teddy bruski i yep. hope you're listening <laughs> shout out to teddy yeah i'm studying it uh, to him yeah just DM me you know if you want to hop on the podcast i'll see if we have space for yeah, him but we'll, we'll be a little in. tight <laughs> we'll see yeah schedules we're a little yeah we'll we'll have our guys call his guys or vice versa so it's all good you know <laughs> um but yeah that's uh that's about all that i that i had for you boys um anything uh george anything you want to like shout out or anything you want people to check out um, before we get off here
3: uh, I would just encourage people not to hesitate to reach out to me if they have any questions uh, before 9 p.m. Um, <laughs> just to hit me up, you know, um, about starting their own events or if um, with me being sponsored with Innova, we do um, help out with, like, uh, schools, getting discs into schools and baskets and running clinics that way. Um, With your place of work as well, Uh, we do putting, you know, uh, logos, work logos and doing um, work gatherings and stuff. We've had a couple of those that are pretty fun. So if anybody wants to reach out to me, feel free. Um, Wanted to thank Innova for the sponsorship and having my back. Um, The Heiser Project, Anthony Suarez out here in Southern California, one of the best disc golf apparel lines out there. I'm <laughs> but uh yeah, thanks to the Heiser project and um just look out for me at Ukaipa Disc Golf Club. Hopefully we'll be back on the scene here soon when the parts start opening it up. Um Ritual Putting League in Redlands, California is going to start back up here in June. I got the go ahead from uh the owners. And nice. um also a new course in Moreno Valley that uh, Avery Jenkins Ooh. designed.
2: Oh, gonna- I'm hyped Ooh.
3: for that. Let's Trust go. me. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, thanks for the opportunity to have me on here, guys. It's uh, been a pleasure. Yeah, man. And uh,
1: for much sure, much love. How how uh, if people are interested in that stuff, like having a work event stuff like that, should they just like find you on like Insta or something, or like how?
3: Um, so Facebook, it's just George Space L O E P K E. Instagram is Disc G G. So like short for disc golf, George um yeah reach out to me on social media sweet
1: cool all right um tyler anything anything from you uh instagram is my name
0: tyler liebman and uh i hope my back gets better you can go yeah. check me out on uh, pdj.com <laughs> nice <laughs>
2: hi may. i uh, just want to give a shout out to yet again uh in the flight club they're a wonderful club if you're in california or you're just visiting if you join the club and you just need somewhere to play anyone on that page will help you point you in the right direction to any fun course out there um george talked about Glen helen love that course miss it as well uh other than that if you want to follow me you can follow me Friend request me on facebook uh just hyman murrow or hyman underscore murrow 47 is my instagram go ahead and follow me
1: nice That's basically nice. It. yeah yeah and then uh for me if you're listening on youtube then you already know about my youtube channel go check out i just did a mutant review and compared it to some other some other brands and md5 so if you guys are curious about how the mutant flies you can check out some some flick approaches and stuff on there i'd really appreciate the likes follows subscribes bell ringing and all that good stuff um otherwise you can also find this podcast on spotify itunes uh there's an rss feed link so if you want to listen to this in your car anything like that you can find it in those mediums as well and that's pretty much it so thank you guys um again for listening and thank you um as hosts for joining me and we will catch you guys on the next one peace